Hi, my name is Lisa Green. I'm a sophomore. I'm the Interfaith Fellow and President of Hillel Society here on campus. I, this is Lafayette's Interfaith Podcast, Colton Corner, and I'm so excited to be joined by Fatimata Cham. Um, so Fatimata, thanks so much for coming. Uh, if we could just start off by getting to know you a little bit, your year, your major, things you do on campus, mm-hmm. the basics. Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm Fatimata, obviously. <laughs> I'm a junior. I'm a double major in government and law and women and gender studies. Um, and then on, oh, I use the She Series. And then on campus, I'm president of MSA. Um, I'm a kaleidoscope social justice peer educator. I work mm-hmm. with Gateway as an ambassador. Um, and I do like work with the Lafayette Coalition and the Mutual Aid and like a whole bunch of like social justice advocacy on campus. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and uh, I can't wait to get into all of that and, and what parts of your journey led you to where you are now. Mm-hmm. But uh, starting at the very beginning, what, how would you describe your religious tradition Ooh. Just for anybody who doesn't yeah. know? Yeah, so I identify as Muslim. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And then uh, starting starting way back, and then we're going to come full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your earliest memories of faith, you know, growing up? Ooh, um, my earliest memories is, like, going to, uh, like, Arabic slash, like, Quran school mm-hmm. on, like, weekends with my cousins. Like, oh, they would, like, so we all lived in the same, like, because New York City has a lot of apartment buildings. But we all yeah. live in the same, like, neighborhood and vicinity. And so, like, the moms would, like, take turns, like, taking us oh, to so to fun. Arabic school. And, like, we would, like, race each other. Yeah. Um, it was always fun, like, being in class. Like, I didn't really take it seriously. <laughs> I don't think any of us did. We were just, yeah. like, excited to be there. Like, obviously, they would, like, teach stuff about our religion and, like, Arabic oh. and stuff like that. But, yeah, those yeah. were, like, my earliest memories. Do you speak any Arabic now? Um, I don't speak it. I know how to read and write. I can't yeah. say, like, you know, the basics, like, yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. But... Literally, why am I the same? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the vibe. That's yeah. the religious school growing up yeah. energy. Yeah, that's so fun. Do you remember, like, any specific, like, fun things with your cousins growing mm-hmm. up? Um, Let's see. Yeah, uh, so after Arabic school, we would always go to, like, we had a park nearby, so we always go to the park and like the water park. Um, we do a lot of stuff like that. Um, what else did we do? Um, on Eid, we would go like Eid, like like not go to like our neighbors and stuff like that during Eid together, mm-hmm. and like we get dressed up, like do our makeup and stuff. Um, oh, so that was awesome. always really fun as well. Yeah. Oh, for anybody who doesn't know, could you just briefly describe? What oh, yeah. Is? So we have two uh, Eid holidays, like two ho- main holidays mm-hmm. in Islam. Um, one of them is Eid Mubarak, which is like the big celebration after Ramadan, which is a th- uh, thirty days of fasting for Muslims. Um, it's kind of like the big culmination. Um, and then we have Eid Al Adha, which is kind of like um, it's a it's a celebration of Abraham, um, and how he sacrificed the lamb. Um. Like, it's kind of similar to the Jewish (laughs) stories, except the two people are switched. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, so, yeah, kind of in that vein of holidays, Mm -hmm. um, do you have any other memories around holidays growing up, around, Mm -hmm. like, maybe maybe role models in your your community? Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I would say my mom is, like, my main role model. That's awesome. She's always, she's, like, a very selfless person. Like, she, she would always, like, make, like, a whole bunch of food. For like our neighbors and stuff like for holidays and like um she would do like our henna and stuff like that and then also my arabic 
teachers as well. Like they're, they're, I would say big role models. Um, I think uh, when I got to middle school, I grew a close relationship with my Arabic teacher. Then it was a new one. And his name was Abdul Rashid. He does like Mm -hmm. a lot of like lectures and stuff online, which is like always pretty cool. And I think he kind of combines like the Gen Z experience with like religion, which I like because it's kind of like not always like the traditional, but more so like things that we can connect to. Yeah. Well, it makes it personal. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. It's hard to relate to things from thousands yeah, of years, years ago. ago. Yeah, years ago. Exactly. Like, exactly. I don't know if that still applies. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Are there, like, specific teachings that stand out to yeah. you? Yeah. Um, I would say, like, how to have, like, set boundaries and, like, be in, like, relationships with people and, like, treat. Like, because I think when people think of relationships, they always think of, like, you know, partners, like, sure, like, yeah. but also your friends are also, like, relationships, and I feel like that gets kind of, like, looked over as well, like, mm-hmm. how to be, like, a kind, compassionate person to your friends, awesome. I think that was, like, a valuable lesson that I always took away, and then also, like, don't be, like, a follower, you always say, like, be a leader, yeah. um, regardless of, like, not in the sense that you have to be, like, an outspoken person, but you can also be, like, a the silent leader, like, you know, an example. right, and like yeah. up in the way you act and the the way you treat other people. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah no, I love that. Um, so growing up, do you kind of do you remember a shift happening maybe around high school? Do Do you remember kind of evolving or changing your beliefs at all? Ooh, that's a good question. Ooh. I think like my like religious path has kind of been like. It's not like a roller coaster, but kind of like no, I think I there are points in your life where your faith is like very high because yeah, you're like, wow, like I believe, and then there's points where you're like at your lowest and you're yeah. like, dang, like really me, like why yeah, me, you know like, what I mean, yeah. like really to. Uh, so I think for me, it's kind of been like that. Like I've always like believed in like the same God and stuff like that, but it's just like in terms of consistency regarding like faith levels and like totally yeah yeah so what's impacted you know how connected you felt to your faith like, over your life and what's impact- oh yeah. I would say like outside factors mainly like dealing with like societal issues sometimes can be a lot totally. um or like friendships <laughs> like you know you know it happens I guess it's life but that can also be hard like when you're like friends with some for so many years and then you're like no longer friends with them and you're kind of just questioning a lot of things like so like why would this happen yeah yeah like so, I'm, I'm in so much pain yeah yeah do you do you find like people like your mom you, you turn to them in those situations yeah for yeah. sure like I feel like my mom is kind of like my like backbone kind of so yeah. I like anytime I go through like something really really difficult I find myself no offense to my dad, but I find <laughs> yeah, myself, like, yeah. I feel more comfortable telling my mom or, like, crying to my mother. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so, are, is there something, maybe, going to college that kind of um, reignited your faith? Do you Ooh, think? Yeah. yeah. Um, I went to, so, my, I have an interesting experience, because I went to a boarding yeah. school before, oh, so really? I was already away from home, like, so mm-hmm. I didn't, when I got to college, I didn't face homesickness but then I think trying to fit I had to like re-establish like a new community all over again on campus that's so hard so I think that was hard and I feel like a lot of other college students feel that too because like you're like away from like all the things you've known and like things Mm -hmm. that you've gotten comfortable with so for me like I'm 
I want to say I'm like, I think I'm a social person, but I'm not overtly social. So like a little introverted. Right, I'm a little introverted yeah. in some cases. So I, I think trying to like reestablish that was kind of difficult. Yeah, but what was your religious journey like during boarding school? Ooh. Just back up for a sec. Oh, yeah. yeah. So during boarding school, I think my first year, um, I was kind of inconsistent with my prayers because mm-hmm. like, I think I was just trying to figure it out, like totally. figure out like yeah. how to like get to my prayers on time, go to class and like for people that don't know, um, Muslims pray five times a day, so yeah. it's kind of be hard like trying to keep up with, right, yeah. to keep up with the schedule. So that was how to have an established schedule. And then yeah. sophomore year was kind of like the most difficult year I would say for myself because mm-hmm. I was going through a lot of like friendship issues at the time. Yeah. And so I like obviously I'm not with my parents, so I can't just run to them whenever mm-hmm. I have a problem. So it's kind of like learning to face it on my own and I think because of that the only other like thing I had was like my religion to turn to so I would like try Mm -hmm. to use that as like to have conversations with God and you know talk Mm -hmm. about what's going on in my life and then junior years junior and senior were kind of similar in the sense that I was like excited to finally be like graduating yeah but then at the same time like it kind of all hit me at once I remember it was like the day before graduation and I was kind of like wow like God really put me through all these like struggles Mm -hmm. and like tribulations and like boarding school like he didn't send me to boarding school for no reason like it was a he could like I could have stayed home you know um but I do you you feel like there was a reason yeah I feel like there was a reason I think prior to boarding school I was very I think I was very like come to like comfortable and very like relying mm-hmm. on like mm-hmm. my parents and yeah. then also on top of that I am the second oldest so I feel like mm-hmm. everyone else in my family was kind of used to me being the one to like pick up the pieces right. and stuff so I feel like it was a place of growth for my family as well learning mm-hmm. how to function as a dynamic without <laughs> Fatimata yeah. and then me as well learning to discover who I was without like mm-hmm. my family yeah how um what's your relationship with your siblings like yeah um so i'm the second oldest um i'm really close with the sister that comes after after me because i'm one of six oh me too yeah you're one of six oh my god yeah so so i'm one of six so i'm the second oldest and so i'm really close with like my younger sibling but we all have this group chat it's called the witchsters because it's so funny Um, (laughs) yeah it's called the witchsters for some reason i don't know i changed it to that but yeah so we like we have a group chat and we all like text each other and like stuff like that update so that's really fun like send memes yeah are y'all pretty like close in age yeah i would say we're pretty close in age my other sister is like one year older than me and then the other one is like two years younger and like down there do you have any brothers or all? Yeah, I have. Sisters? I have two. No, I have three younger brothers. <laughs> so, um, they're yeah, they're pretty young. I I would say it's kind of been hard to establish a close relationship with them because yeah. like I'm like I'm the I'm old. right. I'm you're, old. you're out of here. Yeah, I'm out of there. I'm <laughs> yeah, totally. And they don't really care for me. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I, I bet they will. Okay, yeah, they yeah. do. They do. Yeah, but, and it's maybe they show it. Yeah, maybe way. they show it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah brothers <laughs> yeah you know, yeah much. yeah always picking on me oh <laughs> yeah. um but uh yeah so since thinking about it going into lafayette what was the hardest part of finding that new community Ooh. um i would say like putting myself out there like yeah and not waiting and expecting people to just come up to me and talk to me like i have to actually like make the initiative like so make hard. the effort and i feel like that's easier said than done like totally. 
um, obviously, like, you you also are afraid of, like, getting hurt or afraid of rejection. So Especially after we yeah, in high school. Yeah, so yeah. afraid of rejection. So I, like, really was afraid of, like, getting close, too close to people, like, letting them in too much because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know you that well. Right. <laughs> Just met you, like, yeah. the second week of school, so. Who, who knows who you are. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I remember I, it was one instance, like, my best friend here on campus was Cameron, and hmm. what happened was, I think, I would see her all the time, like, yeah. walking into Marquee. We lived in the same floor, just never said anything to each other. And then one day I just went up to her and I was like, so what's, like, can I have your phone number? Like, we're always yeah. seeing each other. And, like, that's kind of, like, how our friendship started. Yeah. And I remember when, after the second, like, community meeting, I sent her, like, a Kermit meme. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I like Kermit memes, too. And Aww. so, like, it's kind of been nice, like, I think that was a sense of growth for me in that moment. Like, I can. That was brave. Yeah, I can, like, go up to people and establish friendships. Totally. That's awesome. And then do you think your faith kind of helped you feel more at home here? Yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like even though I feel like we have a good, like, Muslim community here on campus, like, everyone's, like, knows each other. Um, And obviously we have a lot of, like, new incoming, like, freshmen that came in with this class that just Mm -hmm. came in. So that's been pretty nice. And, like, the previous Muslim students that were here that graduated, they were, like, when I came on campus, like, Umama, she, like, sat down with me and, like, she was a former MSA president and two years ago. And, like, she mentored me and, like, we had lunch together and stuff. So that was pretty nice, too. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to mean a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in terms of, you know, talking about how the prayers fit in, how's that been here? um, I think there are moments where I'm, like, consistent. Yeah. And then, obviously, moments where I'm not so consistent. So Mm -hmm. I'm just still, like, I feel like it's life, really, trying to balance, like, work life. It's a lot. And religion. It's a lot. So... I think I'm. I think I've gotten better at it. Um, yeah. With like scheduling purposes, um, but then also when the time shifts, like daylight savings, and it's so tough. It just it just messes it just messes everything up, and yeah. then I have to like restart all over again. But do you have yeah. to? So of the five prayers, mm-hmm. is there one or or maybe more than mm-hmm. one that kind of stands out? Maybe means Ooh. more oh. that you do more. I think Fajr prayers, so that's the first prayer and you wake up, like, usually yeah. in the morning before sunrise, like, around, like, 5.30, depending, 5.20. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah. Though, for some reason, my body is just used to getting up at that time and praying. I know, um, and I think it means a lot to me, because I feel like the world is still quiet, and the world yeah. is still sleeping at that time, and so for me, it's like, um, when I pray fudged and then I can like like start my day like I know that I can like sometimes I go back to sleep but it feels good like to know that I did that so you don't set an alarm you're no just, I don't wow. Some, sometimes I just literally get like today was one example I wow. literally just, it was like 528 and then my dad left it's so funny he left a voice mom. he's like I don't know if you're sleeping I'm gonna assume that you're praying because <laughs> um, I didn't <laughs> I didn't answer phone call because I was in the, the bathroom taking prayer water so I was like and then I came back and then I called him I was like yeah I was taking prayer water I was already up he's like oh you sound like you were already up so, <laughs> you yeah. sound up and ready yeah <laughs> yeah so so what so the prayers you, you take water every yeah. time and, and mm-hmm. yeah and how how long's every prayer oh I think. I wouldn't say more than like five minutes. Like, oh, gosh. It okay. doesn't take like too long, like yeah. two to f- it, I think it also depends on the person as well. Yeah, well, that's why um, I mean, like, for yeah, you, for, for me you. in particular, yeah. I wouldn't say like five minutes 
smacked or yeah. if like if it's something like emotionally come like I'm really feeling not that great that day. Probably takes way longer because yeah. I'm just like I need to let this all out. Like I need right. to just right. talk. Yeah. Do you ever have like kind of like, casual conversation with God? Ooh. Yes, yeah. I feel like, but not like in prayer. Maybe sometimes I'm just like yeah. doing work or something, and something pops up, and I'm like, yeah. mm. like I feel like a lot of people do that too. They're like, no, totally. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And so, have you had like specific? Maybe times throughout college mm-hmm. where prayers felt like more meaningful to you. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. I think like when I was like uh, trying to like balance like being away from home and being here, um, there was just a lot going on back home, and I was just like, I like feel guilty being at college and not yeah. being back like at home or like being with my community when like they're facing such hardships. So you kind of feel guilty sometimes. And so I, I would have deep conversations like, like, am I like really meant to be here? Like, do I need to be at this school? Cause I could have also gone to college in New York city as well. Yeah, and so it's just, yeah. So it's kind of hard. Cause you just like, I made this like intentional choice to be at this school. So, um, like, is what I'm doing right, you know, and like not being there to face whatever is going on. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you always know you wanted to be kind of far from home? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think this time around, like for, for boarding school, I I went to school in New Hampshire. So I was like, yeah, far, far. That was very far. Um, but for college, I was like, I want to be a little closer. So, you know, Pennsylvania is like about like hour and 45. So it's not really too far, but I would say that I do like like when I would like this I love the size of this college and I love the like community aspect and I think regardless of like the distance I still would have probably came to a school mm-hmm. like Lafayette because of that. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. you know. It it's nice to have a tight knit community yeah. where you, kinda, you feel like you know everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like a lot of schools in New York City are like very big. <laughs> yeah, like NYU too scared. Yeah. So yeah. like I I feel like I wouldn't be able to like authentically be who I am like at those type of schools yeah oh I love that are are there people and things that help you be authentically who you are here yeah for sure like Mm. obviously Cameron because she's my best friend um like people in MSA Mm. um people like McKelvey um like just the different like communities I have the privilege to be a part Mm. of like like even my classmates like in the classes I'm in like I feel like whenever they're like oh like I agree with Fatimata or like to add on to Fatimata's yeah. point or like even if they disagree with me <laughs> like I just like when like I'm in like when I'm in class like being with my classmates I feel like they also like they may not know it but they also like make 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 me feel like I can authentically be myself in the classroom because they're not like judging me or like judging the things that I'm saying Beautiful. and stuff yeah. and I feel like when I was younger that was the case a lot because <clears throat> the schools that I the school that I went to um, there are a lot of, like, students that, you know, maybe weren't as interested in, like, uh-huh. academics and stuff. So, they yeah. were, like, like yeah. she's the teacher's pet and stuff like that. And uh-huh. so, yeah, that was kind of hard for me. Cause, well, teacher's pets yeah, grow up to be bad. Right, I know. Yeah. So, I was kind <laughs> of, like, I always used to be uncomfortable and, like, wary about talking in class. But it's very refreshing being in a classroom environment where I feel like I can just say whatever is on my mind. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Have there been professors that have also kind of helped facilitate? Ooh, yeah, um, Professor Fabian comes to mind. Like, mm-hmm. she was the first professor I had in um, my FYS. Oh, um, what was it? Yeah, nonviolence and, oh, I always forget the other part. 
political theater. It's something yeah, like that. Yeah, that sounds great. Man. Um, but yeah, it was the first class I took like here, and like she always made me feel comfortable, and like I could be like heard in the classroom, and like making me like speak up. Like she, if I would, if I wasn't loud enough. She was like, you need to be louder so the class can hear you. So that kind of pushed and motivated me. Um, I really like uh, Professor Kumo's class. I'm taking class with her now with feminist research design. Um, I always feel like affirmed like, in her class and like I feel like I contribute. Uh, I feel like I'm getting into that thing of like listing names. <laughs> so I don't want to like some professors to think that they haven't like contributed. Um, professor Tran, uh, I've taken like AFS with him. Like he's really oh, amazing. Awesome. Professor Blunt, um, amazing, amazing. I really love yeah. his class. I took his class last semester. Um, it was like uh, religion, Af- religion in Africa, and oh, I that to was take that. yeah, that yeah. was an amazing class. I felt like really like challenged, pushed, mm-hmm. but also affirmed and like comfortable. Um, in that class, and like I would definitely take another class with him too. Awesome. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, there was just so many professors, like Fletcher yeah. Myers, like yeah, there's just so many different professors that I have had in my journey, like so many different departments. Because I've taken class in like psychology. My psychology professor that I took, I think so, sophomore year, fall semester, like she was also amazing, even though it was oh, virtual. I think it's Professor Myers, if oh, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's awesome. I think <laughs> I could be wrong, but yes. yeah, the, those so Zoom semesters yeah, blend together. But yeah. they blend together. She was amazing as well. Like, um, she like pushed and motivated me, um, in her class as well because I've never taken like a psychology based class, test based class for that mm-hmm. matter. So that was great. Right. Um, and then freshman year, uh, just just. I don't know, there's just so many, Professor Park, like, mm-hmm. it's just, I feel like all my professors, yeah, so all my professors were amazing, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think, so speaking of um, of the Zoom classes, mm-hmm. right, did the pandemic kind of change how you felt in terms of community and kind of change your relationship mm-hmm. with religion? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. I think during the pandemic, like, I had more time to spend on my religion because, like, I wasn't, like, running from building to building trying to get right. to another meeting or trying to go to a discussion or something like that. So I was always on Zoom. But I also think with the Zoom, the community aspect wasn't really there. Yeah. It's kind of like you hop on Zoom and then you log off. Right. You're like, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like everyone just, like, did that and, like, just went about their lives, which is totally fine. Cause yeah. The pandemic, like, it was a lot for everyone. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, but so so coming back, were there, and, and just really your college experience as a whole, mm-hmm. what other experiences have kind of affirmed your faith, like celebrating holidays Ooh, on yeah. campus? Um, yeah, for sure. Like celebrating mm-hmm. holidays, um, just feeling like I had a community. Like yesterday I had my watch party and like like so many. Oh, mus- yeah. yeah so many. Me. Yeah. So many, like, of the Muslim community came out, and, like, professors mm-hmm. and faculty. So it was just really nice. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah congratulations Thank about you. that. I um, Yeah, if, if you want to share about uh, that, and, like, <laughs> you know, no, shameless plug. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, two semesters ago, like, I filmed, a, I was a part of a series they're doing, and, like, it was just one of the many stories in the DACA series. Yeah, but how did um, you get selected? Yeah, so, mm-hmm. like, uh, I think a casting agent like saw my Instagram page and like some of the like stuff that I was talking about and posting and like asked me more my, about my work. Um, and then I like I was kind of hesitant because I was like I'm not sure about this. And sure. Then I hopped on like a 
Zoom is like a phone call and then a Zoom call. And then next you know, I was in California, like reading us, <laughs> reading wow. the letter that I wrote. I so yeah, that was, yeah, it was awesome. And I'm very thankful for that. That's you know? amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's so cool. Yeah. It must've been so special to watch it. With everyone yeah, too. for sure. It was very special to watch it with everyone. And like just being able to share like the, the black Muslim experience, because mm-hmm. like, I feel like, I don't know, oftentimes I guess overlooked, like, I'm really at that intersection of, like, being a woman mm-hmm. and then being black and then being Muslim. It's kind of, like, yeah. so many intersections that interweb. And I think that, because of these identities, I've, like, been always been, like, hyper-aware of, like, everything. Right. And, like, just being, like, intentional about how I, like, not treat other people, but, like, yeah, genuinely, like, just treat other people yeah. with kindness, you know? Because do you feel like you're kind of held to a different Yeah, I'm sometimes. kind of held to, yeah. di- to different standards sometimes. So yeah. I just try to be as, like you said, like, be, like, authentic and then also, like, just be compassionate towards other people in their situation. Yeah, it's wonderful. Do you, How has that intersectional identity kind of impacted um, your life and how you mm-hmm. practice religion? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure, like. I feel like a lot of people don't like to talk about this, but there is a lot of, like, racism in, like, the Muslim community as well. And so, but just in general, but, yeah, Yeah. in the Muslim community. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in the Muslim community as well, um, there's a lot of, like, discrimination because even, like, even though the religion tells us not to, like, discriminate and, like, not to, like, be kind to one another, like, you can't, like, human... I don't know. It's a human thing. nature It's thing. human nature mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, that people... Yeah. If people have not worked to, like, deconstruct their, like... It's going to be subconscious. Right. It's going to be subconscious. Yeah. So, um, I've had experiences that have not been so great. Like, uh-huh. when I say salam, someone doesn't respond to me because, no. you know, of my like, outer appearance because I'm a black Muslim. Yeah. So. Do they not believe Muslim or <laughs> I, they don't respect it? I think they just don't respect it as it's much. Terrible. And, like, they don't value like, my opinion and, like, yeah. my background. Because there have, like, been so many black, like, Muslim scholars. Yeah. Um, and yeah, seriously. Black Muslim scholars. And oftentimes they're, like, discredited because um, they're just, because they're, because of the color of their skin, which is, like, really horrible. Um, but, yeah, stuff like that, experiencing that. But most of the mosques I've been to are, like, predominantly, like, black or, like, from African, within the African diaspora. So I mm. haven't really experienced that much compared to a lot of other black Muslims that I've talked to. to. Um, But it's really an issue that, like, I think affects the community. And, like, I feel like people need to do, like, more work to address it. Because I feel like people, regardless of who they are, should be able to, like, practice their religion freely. Um, And then, obviously, like, being a woman, you know, living in a patriarchal society. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just, that's also hard, like, having your, like, people view your opinion as less than and, Stuff like that is also difficult, too. No, that's terrible. How do yeah. you overcome that? Oh, uh, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. Since I'm, I don't know how to explain it, but I just feel like sometimes I'm, like, very, I think I'm, like, a strong-willed person sometimes. Yeah. And I think that kind of helps. And I kind of come from it the lens of, like, I'm going to push myself to do this because I don't want anyone else to, you know, like, if I like fight through this, then if I can right. Yeah, I can inspire other people to yeah to fight through it too. That's that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, totally. So talking about you know racism within the Muslim community, um, would you say there's Islamophobia or you know anti-Muslim sentiment in the Black community? Ooh, 
That's a good question. <laughs> I I haven't actually thought about it that much, but yeah. I'm sure I'm sure there is. Yeah. I'm yeah. I definitely I'm sure there is. Um in every community I feel like there's just a lot of like misconceptions fear. about like in fear. You know, that's how like I think on our discussion on Sunday we talked about this. Like yeah. the media plays yeah. a big part in that too. True. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it's so interesting. So then that um that identity as a whole has that kind of impacted or is that in tandem with other mm-hmm. factors, right? Yeah. Like what have you always felt like you were gonna be an activist mm-hmm. and what kind of informed that? Ooh. Um well that's a good question. I think it was um so like I don't I think I never like really grew up with like the terminology like activist, advocacy, right. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when I was, I went through public school education and I like was witnessing all the inequities, like, you know, I feel like teachers can only do so much, um, and not addressing New York City's interesting place because we have the public school education system. We have specialized high school. We have like private charter, like we had to, you name it. So we have all the different education, like systems that student people can go through. Um, and then, you know, we have like our mayor <laughs> so it's just a new city is an interesting place and so like growing up I noticed a lot of inequities within like the way students were being treated like students would get like instead of being treated with compassion they were like getting kicked out of the classroom they were like you know instead of like asking like what's going on at home like what like why are you upset this morning like taking the time and I understand because you know teachers have to teach but at the same time but I think right. maybe other students other st- would have been given right. the benefit of the Exactly. Yeah. Other students would have been given the benefit yeah. of the doubt. And so yeah. that's been, that was frustrating for me, like, at 11, like, witnessing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, like, witnessing, like, gender inequity within my community of, like, girls always being told to, like, be in the kitchen and stuff like that and not, you know, be able to pursue their, like, passions their dreams. and dreams and goals. Yeah aspirations did you feel discouraged yeah I did for a while I think I I was definitely discouraged for a while to like pursue higher education for sure and it had it not been for like my parents and like the people like my the teachers that believed in me then I don't think I would be where I am today but for sure like I witnessed so many of these issues I'm like why is no one talking like why is no one doing anything about it and so I remember for middle school I wanted to do something about it I talked to like my teachers and I was like I think we should do something with the students that are not, like, graduating. And then I think one of the teachers was like, oh, like, they put themselves in this situation. I'm like, no. No. No, they they didn't put themselves in this situation. Like, society, the way it's constructed, put them in this situation. So it was really frustrating for me. And I think that kind of propelled me to, like, want to speak out, want to, like, put on programming, wanting to, like, like interview amplify other people's stories and stuff like that like wanting to write poetry about these issues because it's like yeah it's just extremely extremely frustrating seeing it all like happen right before you and like no one wanted to take action with it and like the mayor we have now like he's kicking like he's literally kicking homeless people off the streets and off the subways and stuff but we're not addressing the housing crisis we have in new york city so it's like these people come into power and they don't care about the livelihoods and they claim to be progressive and they claim to make sense they they don't care about these people and their lives and like that they're human beings and they should be treated as such and so 
stuff like that always gets me. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times people say, like, don't talk about religion and politics, yeah. right? And I always say, those are the two things I never stop. Right, about, exactly, you know? yeah. exactly, Is that sure. Kinda, yeah, what's that been like for oh, you? For Is that sure. I'm tough? like, I can't separate the two because, no. like, it's my identity, you know? Yeah, exactly. It was like, I was watching, like, a documentary in one of my classes, and it was, like, featuring, like, uh, Jim Crow laws in the South, and one of the politicians, like, he was talking about how one of the black, um, students had to ask him a question um, about, I guess, like, discrimination, like, whether or not a, someone should be, like, they're denied service because of, like, the car. And he was like, she asked me as a man, so I have to answer as a man, and no, I don't think, and I'm like, so what's the difference between, yeah, what? what's the difference between man and a politician, like? It's bizarre. It's the same yeah. thing. So I feel like people always try to, like, separate, you know, identities and separate yeah. actions. You can't. Yeah. They're intersectional. <laughs> like, right, of course. And it's not like you can just experience right. a day yeah. not as a woman right. or something. Yeah, yeah. like when it's I'm impossible. a woman and I choose to run for elected office, yeah. I'm like a, like confronting the fact that like I'm running in a patriarchal society and like people may not vote for me simply because I'm a woman. And so addressing these things is very important. I feel like people try to like shy away. Be in denial. Done, like, be in sugarcoated. Denial. Right, sugarcoated. Yeah. But, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Well, so um, going back to you know, cause we were mentioning the uh, the racism in in the Muslim community, yeah. right? And you were saying, you know, there are so many Black Muslim yeah. scholars. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Are there specific scholars that really inspire you? Ooh, that's a good question. Know? Yeah, thanks. I'm trying to think. I can't think of any at the moment, but I'm yeah. sure there's a lot. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there, and you know, we touched on it briefly mm-hmm. earlier. But are there are there teachings you think about a lot that get you through the tough times here? Oh, yeah. Um, I would say like don't get too high with the highs and don't get too low with the lows. Like mm-hmm. always, just try to like have like a middle kind mm-hmm. of constant. Um, also, like don't be like, like so quick to blame yourself, you know? Because uh-huh. I feel like sometimes we're like, if I get like, not just me, but I like see it a lot. Like people get rejected from things, or like, yeah. oh my god, like I probably did horrible. And it's like sometimes it's not about like not you. About you, right? Oh, it's not about you at all. You're fine. Like you did yeah, amazing. Okay, yeah. So like, don't be too quick to blame yourself. Um, yeah. always like center your values and like don't lose sight of. Yeah, what would you say your core values Ooh, are? Core values, yeah. um, probably compassion, um, kindness, leadership, like more. That's just the morality in general. Like yeah. always, like I guess, like wanting to fight and advocate against injustice. Probably a core value of mine. That's amazing. Um, uh, let's see, like helping. I feel like every religion has this, but like helping your neighbors, like. That like always helping other people. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. that's beautiful. And and related to that, are there stories or people in the Quran who you <clears throat> think about who inspire you? Ooh. The story of Prophet Yusuf alayhi salam, like his story always like it's a long story, so I'm not gonna get into it. But yeah. his story always like gets me emotional because like he went through a lot of hardship, as do like a lot of the stories that were told religiously. Um, but he was, like, <clears throat> he rised, like, he was able to rise above it all. And 
still like maintain his faith. Um, and so for me, I try, I relate to that a lot because I feel like no matter what I go through, you know, I can like, I feel like it's important to feel in that moment, but then also not let it dictate like the path I'm going to be on. Right, yeah. right. Do you ever, like, you know, we're talking about having highs and lows mm-hmm. of faith, right? Mm-hmm. Do you ever kind of question anything in your faith? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, a lot of people do, too. Um, yeah. I think, I'm trying to think. Um, I don't think of, like, specific examples. But, yeah, I have, like, questioned a lot of things, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, and bringing it back to present day, um, how did all of your, you know, amazing leadership positions mm-hmm. come to be? Ooh, yeah. I, yeah. I think like every eager freshman on this campus, like you want to <laughs> sign get, up for all of this. Right. You yeah. want to sign up for all the things and get involved there quickly. Yeah. But I think as time like has evolved here, I've kind of just like watch, you know, I feel like you, you learn by watching. So like watching upperclassmen, like watching like the club in the clubs that I'm being part of and just simply like learning the importance of it's okay to just like participate and not take lead on something. Not have to like, like right, that. not have to take you have, not feel like you have to take lead on it. Like eventually your leadership will like grow here on campus and you'll get the opportunity to take lead on initiatives and stuff. But mm-hmm. sometimes like learning to participate and be a member is just as valuable and important. And I feel like that's kind of how it started for me, like freshman year. I was just a member of these clubs and organizations. Like I was just helping out where I could be helped. Right. Um, and then later on, I just get the title, I guess. But like, yeah. you're always doing the work, right? It's just more yeah. so for me about the like the work. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. So then, in terms of the MSA community specifically, <clears throat> um, how has that been different from any other community on campus for oh, you? Ooh, I think like. There's, like, so many, like, I feel like there's just things that we can, like, relate with each other about in terms of, uh, like, prayers. Like, I was telling you about, like, the highs and lows of that. We're, like, just, like, I don't know, like, things that, like, if I, someone who's not Muslim, I'll have to explain it to. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, like, course. that, <laughs> having that can be, uh-huh. like, easy for you to just, like, talk, you totally. know, and, yeah. and not have to, like, explain all. This yeah, this is yeah, yeah, I totally get that. For sure. Yeah, is there? I I definitely should know this. Is there a mosque in Lehigh Valley you've been to? Um, yes. So yeah. I haven't been to it yet, but I know there is like about like two or two. Yeah, two. So there's like one that's like I, I think an hour. Yeah. An hour. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. I think, mm-hmm. and then there's like a forty-five minute. I'm not too sure, but yeah. yeah but I know, I know we have a couple. But and we've been in contact with them. Yeah. How often do you get together? Like, it's group to pray. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, every Friday, the two guys, um, <laughs> Yusuf, uh, not Yusuf, not Prophet Yusuf, um, Yasin. You're like, yes, yes. Yeah, Prophet Yasin. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <Yeah. laughs> Good seeing you. See you next week. You know? Prophet, yeah. Um, oh, God, I'm dead. Okay, so no, Yasin and Khalid. Um, <clears throat> Yasin is a freshman here on campus, and he's, like, just really jumped in and, done good things and I call it as well he's a junior um they've been like leading prayers that's yeah. yeah so that's been pretty nice and they have like their own schedule and whatnot and like they like just send in a group chat hey we're having 
Friday prayers right now. Yeah. Um, does anyone want to join? And they do that. So that's pretty nice. That's really special. Yeah. And then what's Ramadan like in the community? Like, do you, Ooh, do you get this, together? This is going to be my first time actually experiencing Ramadan on oh. campus. Oh, because your first yeah. year was during the summer. Yeah. And then, or COVID. <clears throat> it was, uh, no, it was, no, you're right. It was kind of like, it wasn't summer, summer fully, but it was like yeah. around like May-ish, right? So, yeah, right. um, yes. yeah, a little late in May. And so I was experiencing Ramadan at home. So that was kind of nice freshman year. And then sophomore year, I did Ramadan at home as well. Right. And so this is going to be my first time actually on campus experiencing yeah. Ramadan. So How I'm, are you feeling about it? I'm kind of nervous. Yeah. Because I'm like... I'm used to like the home cooked meals, yeah. like after a long day, energy. family yeah. energy, like getting to talk yeah. to everyone. So oh, wait, I, what was it like in boarding school? Oh, boarding school. Oh yeah, you're right. So boarding school, <laughs> I forgot about that experience. <laughs> so boarding school, I I like I fasted at boarding school and like the Ramadan, but it was like they had so we had a chef, and so he would like cook food, and I would like take it in like these containers back that's to my awesome. room yeah. and just eat it when it was time. Um, so I think that's kind of similar here, but here we have like more of the iftar kind of feel, whereas in, uh, in high boarding school, we didn't have an MSA, I don't think. Cause Did you feel like kind of on your own? Yeah, it was kind of like on our own. Like it was like, it was like three or four of us, yeah. five of us Muslims. So it was like, it's kind of like not compared to like MSA at college. You totally. Know? Yeah. yeah. How many members of MSA are there? Uh, around 15, I want to say 15 to 20. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. And then what's it felt like, you know, having other holidays with MSA? Um, I would say pretty good. Like, we try to do what we can. Like, because also the thing is, like, a lot of people don't know this, but Islam has, like, a lot of different sects. Mm-hmm. So, like, some sects celebrate certain holidays that I, I'm, I don't celebrate those holidays. So, it's kind of, like, hard trying to, like, balance, like, you know, people's personal you know it doesn't always yeah. apply to you yeah yeah do you ever go to like participate in holidays you don't celebrate um to support oh uh, yeah for sure like yeah. um i don't know i can't think of one right now but yeah like like holy comes to mind. oh yeah so yeah, yeah the color the yeah 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 <laughs> sure, sure. yeah that's awesome yeah um well, that's really cool. And so are there, just closing out, mm-hmm. um, are there things kind of every day from your faith that kind of push you forward? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> that, like, everything is going to work itself out. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like um, we kind of, I forgot what the, the term is in Islam, but having, like, like uh, in strong iman, like, mm-hmm. faith, strong faith that, like, God is going to, like, like, I guess, I feel like there's similar in other religions, like, I don't know how to articulate it, but, like, God is going to, like, is in control of everything, right? So you do what you can, and, like, whatever else God has decreed is what he's decreed, you know? Um, and so for me, that's kind of, like, the main thing that I've kind of had, like, a strong hold to, because sometimes I can get caught up in, like, you know, if I get rejected to something or... If something doesn't necessarily go my way, but I also have to understand, like, maybe it wasn't meant to be. Like, God mm-hmm. has something better for me. Has so, another plan. Yeah, has another plan for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are your specific beliefs, like, in regard to God? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, specifically for me, we I believe in the one God, Allah. Mm-hmm. We call him Allah. And um, he has a prophet, Muhammad Sallallahu who's, like, has sent his message down to all like all the Muslims 
Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, but do you have like personal beliefs? Oh, that personal aren't? beliefs. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Like a personal relationship with God. Oh you know? yeah. Kind of relate back to the yeah. casual conversation. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, for sure. Like I try to have casual conversations and. You know, I always take, like, two minutes after I'm done praying to just, like, debrief my day. Yeah. And, like, talk about, like, my day. I try to journal as much as I can. That's great. Like, write about, like, what's happening as if I'm talking to God. And, um, yeah, I think somebody was, somebody told me this. It's so funny. Like, you should go to God with your problems because <laughs> um, God can fix them. Because sometimes, like... You know, I think whenever I'm upset and, like, I try to talk to one of my friends about it, it's kind of hard. Because, like, every, when you, like, try to, like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, articulate it to someone, it makes you more, like, sad, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, it makes you more emotional because you're, like, thinking about it. Yeah. So, like, sometimes it's hard for me to, like, go to, like, other human beings. So I also don't want to burden people with, like, my, like, stuff that's going on. It's, like, easier yeah. to, like, talk to the omnipotent and say, this is going on. Yeah, I uh, I had a tutor say to me once. Sometimes you have to just have to say, "God, take it away." Yeah, you know, let me yeah. let me stop worrying about yeah, it. For yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's how I feel. No, totally. Yeah, I love that. Um, well, uh, and then in terms of just the campus feel mm-hmm. in general, um, how do you feel like you know, your especially your intersectional identity? Mm-hmm. How do you feel like Lafayette, you know, is for you? Ooh. Um. I would say, like, everyone, well, the people that I've met and, like, interacted mm-hmm. with have been, like, nice, kind, passionate people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thankfully, I haven't, like, like encountered anything horrible. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's awesome. So, that's been great. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, I would say yeah. the overall community is great. Like, I've been, everyone's really supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the people that know me know. You know, that's kind of, that's kind of why, I think that's kind of how I walk through the world. Like, the people that know me know me, and, like, the people that don't. Are irrelevant. Right. It's kind of like, you know, because regardless, people are going to have, like, assumptions about you and things. And you can't, I mean, you can't spend all your time and energy trying to change the opinions of every single. It's a waste of time. It is a waste of time when you could also be spending that energy on yourself, like, making yourself feel better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How do you make yourself feel better? Oh, yes, for yeah. sure. I love watching period dramas. So, Ooh, like, Bridgerton, Pride and Prejudice, like, stuff like that. I love, yeah. So do you I, like other Jane Austen? Yeah, I love Jane, other Jane Austen. Emma? Yes. So, I love, I love, I love that. And awesome. then I also love, like, Bollywood movies. Yeah. Um, I love, like, I don't know, old Bollywood. I don't really like new Bollywood. That's What's your favorite Bollywood movie? Oh, Kabi Kushi Kabi Gum, Kuch Kuch Hota That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, so like, it's just stuff like that. Yeah. I love that. I don't know. I think I'm just a, like a romantic. But yeah. I love those type of movies. Yes, like, they're the romantic. Kuch yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also love like, obviously like writing poetry. I think everyone knows that, but I yeah. love doing that. How long um, have you been writing poetry? I've been writing since I was 11. Yeah, so for a long yeah. time now, um, but it's been, it's been great. Like just uh, going, yeah. I haven't as much time like this year for some reason, because yeah. well, everything that's going on. Yeah, but like, yeah. Hopefully, I will like have the time to like sit down, like write, like yeah. whatever is going on in my life, and yeah. then 
I also love, love, like, you know, obviously, like, listening to music and, nice. like, watching YouTube videos. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, stuff like that makes me really happy. And uh, doing, like, self-care, like, masks, face masks. Oh, um, so good. Yeah. So chocolate. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love chocolate? It's the um, best. It's the best. <laughs> so, candy. I love candy. Um, it's probably really bad, but, yeah, so I love that. Yeah. And cheese and crackers. Like, oh. So Charcuterie boards, like, come on, like, so give good. me 50. <laughs> no, right? <Yeah. laughs> I love that. Um, well, yeah. speaking of food, what's like, your favorite food to have at dark? Oh, god. Yeah. Um, so there's this thing called um, Lara in my culture, and it's like it's like this rice pudding kind of that my dad makes. And it's so good. <laughs> it's like I'm like just thinking Can about it. Can you send you some? I, I think I'll ask. I'll Better, ask because they yeah. have sent like mailed me food before. So yeah. hopefully they can do that because that's so. so good. Like it's just an hour good. away. They can I make know it's it right. They Come can on. make it work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's really awesome. good. Um, there's like this specific like coffee that my uh, my parents make that I really really like. Um, it's called Wadaga, and it's like this like it's like green tea, but not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, they do some, like, weird methods to make it. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I'm not in better. the kitchen. Yeah. So, uh, so, so awesome. yeah, that's also, like, really, really tasty. I like that. And then I also like, um, like, this chicken soup that I guess made so good. Like, ah, oh, it's making me hungry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then just to close out, just because, mm-hmm. you know, it's starting tomorrow, um, what does Ramadan mean to you? Ooh. How does it feel? I'm super, super excited because I want it to be a space of growth for me because mm. I know for a lot of people, like, Ramadan is, a, like, a space for reflection, a space for, like, this, you know, to let go. For me, usually what I do is, like, delete all my social media and stuff oh, like that. Oh, that's awesome. Because, like, yeah. it's, like, really just spending time with myself and, like, really just trying to understand, reflecting. like, my, and reflecting yeah. on my relationship with God and, like, how I can become a better person because mm-hmm. I feel like, Everyone, everyone thinks they're a good person. Like I feel like yeah. no one ever looks in the mirror and says, "Oh, I'm a bad person." I love being bad. Right, yeah. right. So yeah. I think whenever we have those moments of like self reflection, like what can I work on? Like how can I treat the people around me better? I think I will be a better person. Like when I come out of it. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Um, well, Fatimata, I feel like I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is really this is such an awesome talk. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to add before we close out? No, I think I love have I love talking. <laughs> I think that's yeah. pretty obvious. That was fun. Uh, but yeah, it was really good. Thank you for inviting me on. Of um, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much again, and thanks for listening. Thank you. Awesome.